on the advice of their lawyers and also their doctors. Off the Perch podcast would like to inform all listeners that the opinions expressed in these recordings are solely personal and do not reflect the views of any organizations they are associated with. As such, if you are offended by any content herein, please contact Off the Perch directly and they will be addressed live on the next show. back. Welcome back. <sighs> Another episode of uh, As the Red Bull Global Slowly Kills Us. It's, uh, it's Steve, Chris, and uh, transfer windows closed for transfers outside of MLS, but uh, apparently trades can still happen within MLS. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, so... I don't think anyone knows how the rules work. People, people just pretend to know. It's it's a giant etch-a-sketch. It is, yeah. And whenever Garber feels like it, he shakes it and changes the rules so that LA can have a sixth DP. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so um, before we get into all that, let's go back. We took a week off. I needed a mental health break because shit was getting weird Columbus not good game no. we lost I don't even remember what the score is I've blocked that out of my memory uh, we're not gonna we don't have stars because we suck uh, we lost to the second worst team from the state of Ohio um, yeah so then uh, we signed Reese Buckmaster first move of the transfer window right which uh, you know that's that's the move we were all looking for sure enough Fullback depth. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's weird because if you, like watching RB two this year, like Reese Buckmaster, it's nothing against him, but he hasn't even been the best fullback for them. No. Like, uh, it, it, uh, it's kind of a strange move for me. Yeah, for sure. Like it's it, it's literally just because they needed to get someone in, um, and. I don't know. He was the guy. Well, it didn't make sense, but based on the news we're hearing today, it makes a little bit more sense, yeah. which we'll get to. So Bookmaster comes in and he starts against Toronto, which, okay, sure. Um, but we end up winning the game. 2 nothing, 2 nothing. It was 2 nothing, right? It was 2 nothing. Okay, just, I didn't dream that up. Uh, first goal was... Uh, Kaku just completely destroyed what's left of the shell of Omar Gonzalez. Uh, made him look like he was playing for the national team and uh, deflected the ball off of a Toronto player and into the net. And we're up one nothing. So, that's good. Fluky goal, but a goal nonetheless. Uh, and then uh, Brian White earns a penalty. and uh, Shikovsky. Was that Shikovsky? Yeah, I thought it was Brian Wright. Yeah, it was, it was uh, Shikovsky. Shikovsky was fouled. Um, you know, in the all-access video, they were talking about Brian White when we were getting the penalty, so that's why it was in my head huh. that it was Brian White. But regardless, Who Royer cares? goes up to take it, and uh, he sire senes it. And the ball is now into orbit. Um, hopefully it bounces off of Michael Bradley's 
shot and you know deflects Send, him. sends them both back down to yes Earth. exactly exactly uh and then uh the second goal was uh uh kamar just cleaning up uh poor danny royer had like 15 opportunities in front of net and couldn't convert any of them he was doing his best impression of bradley wright phillips in the playoffs <sighs> too soon yeah too soon too soon sorry uh, <laughs> can you tell we're in a good mood um but yeah so we won the game two nothing robles with probably the save of his career in the first half yeah that was ridiculous yeah i mean it, it's one where like if you're a little bit more cynical you'd say he shouldn't have a chance at saving it because no. it should just be finished quite yeah. easily but you know he moved his he moved his feet so quickly and got across goal and and made himself big enough yeah uh definitely like not that it matters but like save of the year candidate yeah uh kind of kind of save Un- unfortunately he lost um save of the week to um bedoya for uh for <laughs> play- player of the week right no he lost player of the week but he's also going to lose save of the <laughs> week because Bedoya's going to get it because Bedoya's going to get everything now uh so yeah, we win the game two nothing. Uh who are your stars? Uh so my first star was was uh wait, they go It goes three two one. <laughs> it goes three, three two one. Right. Come on, Chris, you've been doing the show for a year and a half, Chris. <laughs> Third Christopher star. Cruz. Third, see, because I wrote it properly and then I was like, that's wrong. So yeah. I changed it. Yeah. Uh and now I have it wrong. So third star was was Robles because he keeps us in the game early. Yeah. We weren't playing particularly well again uh at, at the start and uh makes a couple of important saves including the one that we just talked about uh second star i give to kaku because uh of the way that he destroyed omar gonzalez and whoever the other player was yeah, whatever he, scrub they have out there that, uh that he uh also beat uh first star i give to kamar lawrence not only for the goal and the defensive performance the clean sheet um <coughs> It's very likely he would have had a second goal if not for uh, the third Toronto defender that Kaku made look ridiculous, uh, putting yeah. it in his own net because he was the one who was making the run inside the six-yard box. <sighs> yeah. I had the same stars, just in a different order. I gave Kaku my third star, I gave Lawrence second star, and Robles first star. Uh, sorry to just breeze through this but we've we've got a lot of yelling to do and uh it's it is officially festivus but when you're a metro fan every day is festivus okay so we talked about buckmaster buckmaster's in and sure why not aaron long will he stay will he go the english window is now closed it is 7.20 p.m. on Thursday. It is closed. He is not going to England. Uh, apparently a French side came in and was looking at him. Because there were, I mean, several weeks ago there were rumors that Lyon were trying to sign him. Okay. I don't know how accurate those yeah. are. That's the, I mean, as far as I know, that's the only French team that's even been mentioned with yeah. with his name. Um, and, and apparently uh, we are destroying american soccer by yes. not letting him go yes uh um on on that point uh if there's any non-red bull u.s soccer fans that somehow listen to this show i don't know maybe there's one who knows uh you're welcome 
for like 15, 20 years of us just giving you player after player after player after player. Uh, we gave you our, you know, you got our coaches, you got our players. Metro makes, the world takes. We don't care about you. We are not we, here. We actually hate you. Yeah. We are not here to make you better. We are not here to promote the national team. If the national team wins a World Cup, that does not get a star on my jersey. If the national team wins a Gold Cup or is number one in, in the FIFA rankings, that does nothing for me. So, um, yeah, no, we're going to keep Aaron Long. Yeah. If Aaron really wanted to go over to Europe, he didn't need to sign that contract extension Six that he months signed. ago. Yeah. He could have very easily just said, no, I'm leaving, and just left. And I don't, I don't even think anyone on this side would have been mad about that. No. I mean, we would have been mad at the front office for, like, not locking him up. Yeah. And, you know, losing him for nothing. But, I mean, as far as, as far as blaming him, I don't, I oh, mean, I, no. don't, I don't think you blame a guy who's entering the prime of his career if he wants to make that move. But, um, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people forget that until he signed for RB2, like... Look, he, he, obviously he had an immense amount of potential. That's why he's become probably the best center back in our pool right now. But his, his career was not going anywhere. Like, he was going to no. continue playing USL ball with with the teams in the Pacific Northwest. and yeah. and As a central midfielder. As a central... Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like not only are we owed thank you for constantly developing players uh but it's it's specifically developing players that would not have otherwise had the chance yeah and my biggest issue with with this whole thing of red bulls asking too much money blah 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 they need to be more realistic MLS is going to take a 25% cut of whatever we bring in for him and they are going to distribute it to the other 23 teams in this league and of the 75% we get to keep we only get to use 750,000 of it on the roster and the rest of it has to be used on weird odd things like buying new light bulbs for the front office meeting room and uh, probably breezes I don't know but it cannot be spent on the first team if MLS is a selling league then you have to incentivize incentivize that incentivize clubs to sell you can't tell them you need to sell everybody but you don't get the fucking money right that's ridiculous uh, there's no reason portland and seattle should be getting a penny of any transfer fee coming in for aaron long they failed aaron long they had every opportunity to make him into the player he is today and they fucked up they shouldn't get that money no that's it no. That's it. That's like you owning a, a business and you decide you're going to sell your business, but the guy across the street is who has his own competing business is going to get some of whatever the fuck you sell your business for. That's ridiculous. Yeah. If I sell you my car, I'm not giving my neighbor 500 bucks of what I'm selling my car for. Nobody should be getting the money that we get for selling a player. That's it. No. No, That's it. MLS is 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 quite literally exploiting the surplus value. Yeah, of <laughs> of uh, of the Aaron Long uh, development. Yeah, the only way you get to keep all of the money is if you're selling a homegrown player, and even then you could still only spend seven hundred fifty thousand right. dollars of it on your roster. Right. That's insane. 
that there is no incentive to sell a player. Just be the best team you could be. That's it. That's it. And people could talk about, like, oh, well, if we sell them, then, like, more players will want to play for us because they could view it as a pathway. That's not going to win us an MLS Cup. No. No, right. Um, I mean, even... Like, on the on the topic of, like, development, I mean, sometimes I get a little bit frustrated when when the takes uh, are with regards to, like, developing players, like, for Leipzig or Salzburg. And, I'm, I mean, in, in my head, this is, like, this is not necessarily a bad thing because in order for them to get to that level where they would want to buy them, they have to be, like, pretty top-notch players in MLS. Yep. Um, so, if... I mean, if you ask me who's doing more for us, and I mean, and I, and I say this as someone who ha- who hasn't always, like, kissed ass with Red Bull, but, like, who who's doing more for us to incentivize <coughs> us to develop good players and sell them and do, like, good business in that sense? It's Red Bull. It's not, it's not the league that we're a part of. Yeah. It's... You're right. You're right. It, you know... The league is doing absolutely nothing to to help us, and they never have. <laughs> sure, but it's just it's so frustrating to to just be constantly yelled at that suck it up, deal with it. This is the way your league operates, right? And but then I you mean, see things like mm-hmm. we have the discovery rights on a nineteen-year-old Uruguayan kid, fifty thousand. That we sell the discovery <laughs> rights for fifty thousand dollars. We're just, I mean, w- wouldn't it be funny if, if Dennis just went to South America and, like, made friends with a bunch of of teenage soccer players and then claimed discovery on all of them? And I think and it, next, it, it, next it, thing you know, you've got, like, like 10 checks of $50,000 yeah. coming in when other teams sign him. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it felt like, uh, what's his name? Juan Escalante tweeted out, like, you can't just claim discovery <laughs> rights on everything. It's like, Dennis points out a bird. Discovery. <laughs> Birds maybe not 50,000, but give us something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it, it's just, we, we pass up that opportunity for Josh Sims. Before yesterday, mm-hmm. had you ever heard of Josh Josh Sims before? I almost want to say yes, but I can't. I can't even be sure that I've heard of him. The name Josh Sims sounds like the player that you get offered to you in like ten years into your FIFA managerial yes, career. Yes, when no one or football manager, no one is a real person. Yeah, no anymore. one's a real person anymore. It's yes. just this amalgam um, amalgam. I can't fucking speak today. It, it's just oh god. We brought in a 22-year-old Premier League reject. He has played like 13 games, of games in. I don't know. I don't remember what the number. 40 is. years or something like that. Uh, brought in this kid. He's fast. Apparently, he's a winger. Which apparently we don't have any wingers on this team. Um, <sighs> but <laughs> that's. I mean, that's another. I don't even know if you want to get into. We'll, we'll the, get into that. One. Just shouting about winners. But, but okay, we're bringing in a young kid on loan. And we're told it's for a year. Which at first is like, oh, that's weird. So we're going to lose him in the middle of the next season? Right. Like and then that's strange and they were like, "Oh yeah, no, you're right. For a year. <laughs> it's only for like the next 8 days." 
Like, we we get him until October, and then he's gone. Right. How do you... How is your centerpiece move of a transfer window a four-month loan into a league that takes players six months to learn? Yeah. Into a system that... I mean, even, our, our, even Kaku, who's like an excellent yeah. player, it, like... It, it took him time. Extremely intelligent player. Yeah. It took him a while. But not only are you bringing him into a, a league that has a learning curve, you're bringing him into a system that the administrators of the club believe takes upwards of a year to figure yeah. out how to play in. What the fuck are we going to do with somebody for four months? Is he taking the, the place of Andres Ivan and just like dancing around on the sideline as a sub that never comes in? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could, what is the because I haven't is the point. Of I this? haven't seen. I couldn't even find video on this guy. Mm, yeah, I could. I could find zero tape. You'd probably okay. have to literally look up like the games in which he appeared, and then watch the whole game for like the substitute appearance yeah. at the end. Yeah, and probably not yeah. see much anyway. Um, so, so likewise, I, I obviously have not seen anything of him playing either, and I'm just thinking like. How? What does this mean for Omir Fernandez? Yep. Um. As you said, like, what kind of a role is Josh <clears throat> Sims going to play? Like, we are already in a position, and, and for reasons that we'll talk about later, I guess, like, like the the winger thing is a little bit less of a problem than it would have been. But yeah, we still don't really know where he's going to fit in as far as how many minutes he's going to be given. Yeah. Um. Like, there's when was the last time we played a game? He played a game? Oh, I don't know. Because he went on loan yeah, to... Was with, uh, like, Reading or something? Reading, that's right. Ignore my typing, because we're going to do some some searching here. Josh Sims. No, let's go back. No, I'm not going to do transfer market. Transfer market's garbage. Who scored? <sighs> never. He has never scored. That's the other thing. He's never scored. Uh, wow, I can't even find any information on him anywhere. Did you go to Wikipedia? Wikipedia just tells you how many games he's played in. Transfer history, youth club stats. Can we get any stats on him? Uh, anything? Almost... Last match day. Nothing. Nothing. Can't even find the last time he was in a competitive game. Which is always a good thing right. for a player coming in mid-season. I mean, making it, sure he's in form. It it seems like because uh, obviously a lot of people on on RBNY Twitter reached out to like random Southampton fans and were like, "What do you think of him?" Um, and the feedback seems fairly positive, but it it's all at least that which I've seen is all in like speaking about potential. Yeah. Like it's 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 not like like there's anything concrete to say like this is the kind of player that you're really getting. Um As you said, we basically just know like basic attributes that he's fairly pacey and we know we know that he's a winger, which cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see. Did he play this game? No. No, he did not. Oh, wait, no. Wait, looking at the wrong team. 
We are a professional podcast. Uh, substitutes. Yes, he did. He came on in the... What minute was this? Summary. When did he come on? He came on as a substitute in a friendly. Like, at some point this summer. So, he's played some minutes. This is for Southampton, right? This is for Southampton, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I think the analogy that I used on on Twitter was this is like when you run to the library to go get a book for that final paper you have to write and you get back to your apartment and completely ignore the fact that uh, your computer's on fire and the internet's down, but you're totally... Th- we're good. Right. We got this book right. and it's got all the answers in it. Yes. And, and we're just going to write this paper. This is a band-aid on on just a blown off appendage we we've lost a left arm and we put a hello kitty band-aid on it and we're hoping for the best if this was for a year loan or an 18 month loan i'd feel really different because or even if there was an option to buy but it doesn't seem doesn't like seem there's, like there's an option to buy this and somebody said it on Twitter. I apologize. I don't remember who said it, but so basically, this is just an extended audition and trial for Salzburg or Leipzig, where he will go back to Southampton and Red Bull Global will decide whether or not he fits the system to go play for one of the teams over there. Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah, I mean it. It. it I, I mean, I think the uh, the final paper analogy is, is is fair. This is just like such a. I don't even know if you'd call it a panic move. It's like, it's, I don't really know how to describe it. Yeah. Just, uh, it's like they weren't, I mean, again, the only explanation would kind of be that it's, that like other RB Global clubs are looking at him and this would be like, yeah, kind of an extended trial. But other than that, like there's no, there's not really a whole lot of logic in this at all, from from anyone's no. perspective. This move has Ralph's dirty fingerprints all over it. This is not something that Dennis would have done. Dennis is not no, I don't think so. scouting players in Europe, in England. No. Like, not not on this scale. And there, I, I think, what's the name, Paul Mitchell or something like that? There's a former Red Bull guy that works at Sal's, but, um, Southampton now. That people are starting to connect the dots that that's why he's coming over here is because he there's a connection there between the clubs. Um, but this move just really makes me think that Armis is gone at the end of the year. Yes, that's one thing that several people have brought up is that if they if they saw a future for Armis, they wouldn't be doing shit like this. No, they wouldn't be doing short-term deals. I mean, and- given my personal opinion on where we stand on Armas, like, I'm not that bothered by it. Yeah. It's like, I mean, potentially the next few months will just be ridiculous and stupid. Yeah. Uh, but... Well, now that all of MLS Digital is saying the Supporter Shield is more important than the Cup, this is the year we win the Cup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. exactly. Um, but yeah, no, the move like this makes it seem like Armas is, is out, that's mm-hmm. it, he's gone, but... Then rumors like Mario being traded to Portland or somewhere else. Well, I, so I know I know Portland was brought up uh, because they, sorry, they tried to sign him last year when yeah. we were not selling him. Yeah. Uh, or at least not trying to sell him within MLS. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I 
no way but, of knowing, I guess, if they're still interested. Yeah, but apparently somebody's interested yeah. in him. And this, you know, this definitely stems from the two of them not getting along. Because Mario just plays like shit for Armis, and Armis just doesn't play him now. Right. So if we're making moves where it looks like we're doing short-term stuff because we're leaving a wide-open roster for a new coach, why aren't we holding on to Mario? Exactly. Uh, it, it's very helter skelter right now. It's it's just all over the place, and I mean, it's almost like I mean, not just you know regarding like bringing in players to reinforce the squad, but it, it almost seems like the entire team forgot there was a transfer window. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like like whether it's whether it's about buying or selling. Yeah. Um. I I I uh. It's I mean, I, I can't even say like I'm angry or anything. I'm confused. Yeah. Above every, like I I don't re- I can't really say I know what's going on. I don't think anybody can. No. The 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 ship is sinking. There's nobody at the at the command. I just sell everybody at this point. <laughs> if you're gonna you know if you're gonna loan out Etienne, which good for him. I'm glad he's gone. Not because I don't want him on the team, but because he shouldn't be on the team. He doesn't fit our system. No. He doesn't fit our style of play. We don't suit him. He doesn't suit us. He's a good player. He should be playing for somebody else that will let him use his skills. Yeah. He needs to develop himself to move further. That being said, Etienne Ballers tweeted out, apparently, there was an offer from a European club, and they turned it down right. and instead loaned now, him. Like okay, okay, because it it seems like that is not the case. Okay, Av said as much. Okay, that there was no offer from a European team. Okay, um, so where that came, I mean, again, it's at the end ballers. I mean, there's yeah. forty seven people that run that account <laughs> at the same time, so you could get two. It's like a game of telephone where it is someone someone probably mentioned Real Madrid. Yeah, and eventually it went out that. You know he's on his way to Real Madrid. Yeah. B and uh, Barcelona but, was looking at him, but it was actually the Barcelona from Argentina, <laughs> Ecuador. There isn't there one in each. I don't. Know I'm pretty sure there's a Barcelona Argentina. in like the seventh division or something. There, I, if it's that far down, there may well <laughs> probably be. is. Um, yeah. So Etienne's gone for the year with an option to sell. Right. Uh, Mario might be gone. Long is staying. Uh, Josh Sims is here for the next five minutes. And, uh, yeah, we got $50,000 from LAFC for uh, their new signing. So, um, successful? No? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just... I'm, as I said... Should we be mm-hmm. photoshopping uh, mm-hmm. Dennis Hamlet onto that aircraft carrier with mission accomplished behind him? God, no. Is that where we're at? No, no, no. <laughs> it's certainly not a successful window because I think, you know, the last couple of shows we did, we I c- tried to identify where we need players the most. Apparently they said, don't listen to our show. They, yeah, they don't, uh, which is, I mean, first of all, it's, it's extremely ridiculous. confusing. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, we said you need to bring in someone who's going to do a better job as a destroyer than Riza, and you need to bring in another fullback. Uh Thinking, like, because Lawrence, as good as he is, is kind of injury-prone, and not because you're going to sell Mario. Um, but 
You bring in Reese Buckmaster, who I'm not... I mean, again, it's nothing against him. It's like I'm not convinced of him as a sustainable MLS fullback. He's, he's Connor Lane's he's, younger brother. And I, I honestly, I if if the Toronto game is anything to go off, I think he is less problematic back there than Connor Lane is at this point. But I don't... I mean, he's not the solution. I don't think he is. Um... I've been watching RB2 all year and just thinking, when is Edgardo Rito going to get a chance? Because uh, I think he, as far as like a system, I mean, you talk about a system player, and I know he has some issues defensively, Mm -hmm. um, but you talk about a system player, I don't know if there's anyone on that RB2 team that is like more like, like pure energy drink soccer than Edgardo Rito. Yeah. And he's had such a good season uh, playing fullback um, that I think he... They're not going to sign him to a contract. He's got to go to Salzburg or Leipzig. Uh, well, or... he's got to come here first. Uh... <laughs> and, but right, so you, the Reese Buckmaster thing, I, I would say, is not quite job done. We didn't bring in anyone in center midfield mm-hmm. to fill the Tyler Adams role that... Uh, that is thunder, right? That's thunder, oh dear, yeah. We're all going to die. We're all going to um, die, yeah. We're in a basement in the rain, so this will be good. Uh, but you didn't I mean you didn't bring in any anyone to fill the 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 you know, the problems in midfield with like winning second balls, which is entirely what we relied on basically last year to yeah, uh, to win the shield. Um, and yeah, so it's ab- it's absolutely not a successful window. Um <laughs> It's it's confusing enough that, as I said, confusing enough that I'm not angry. Uh, it's hard to get angry anymore. No, no. It's, it, so many things in the world to be angry about, and there's so many things with this team to be angry about that, like, it was finally a, a mid-season transfer window where we made a move. Yeah. Because it's been a while. Yeah, um, yeah it has. So, like, I, I, I tweeted out, you know... Hey, bring in another, bring in a third DP. Okay, here's a young DP, but he's only on a four year, a four month loan contract. Bitch about that, assholes. Yeah, it's pretty much where we're at. It's like you know, thanks, but why? Yeah. Um, there was there was yeah. a post on uh, I don't even remember what it's called, like Total Soccer or something. It's this Red Bulls fan who's who's you know kind of going after us for never being happy about anything and always complaining which like again to an extent I sympathize with but also um, I mean I think we're in we're, we're at that point in a season that regardless of our table position has not been good I mean we've not been playing good soccer this year it's been just a, such a stupid transfer window um, and you've had all this stuff kind of behind the scenes that has gotten under the skin of fans uh, I think people have a uh, people have a right to be a little bit frustrated with the way that things are are being run right now. Um, yeah, I mean, and and again, I say this as as someone who's usually like on the side of like you know the so called positivity brigade, mm-hmm. where I I mean I generally am am, am not uh, a super pessimist about the way that things are being run, especially in recent years. But uh, this. Uh, like the last few months have been a little bit rough. They have been. Um, they they definitely have been. And whether you want to say we're spoiled with 
the run that we've had over the last decade of and 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 maybe that that has a lot to do with it yeah like but like we weren't acting like this in 2016 no we weren't 2016 it was like yeah we saw we'll make the playoffs it's fine like sure whatever but this year just feels so different and i honestly think it's because of just there were so many warning signs that we ignored in the second half of last season or under Armis. Mm-hmm. We all just kind of like covered our ears and closed our eyes and I'm, la I'm la totally la la to a supporter shield. And we're just like, it's fine. It'll work itself out. Um, and it's not like we all didn't expect us to, you know, be worse because how do you sustain a 71 point season? Like uh, year over year, it's, it's just not going to happen. Sure. You're, you're going to regress at least, a little and with Tyler Adams leaving you know we expected to regress I just don't think any of us expected to regress this far and even those that did did not expect the East to be this bad it's frustrating to see the talent that we have and how well we can play yes and be in third place. I'm not mad we're only in third place because I think we suck. I'm mad because we're not playing to our potential. We don't deserve to be in third place the way that we're playing. No. There's absolutely no reason for us to be that No, we high. have we have the squad to be 10 points we, clear at the should, top. We should be two points behind LAFC right yes, now. And, you know... Be playing for the Shield right now. Exactly. And so, so we have the squad to be 10 points, 15 points clear of mm-hmm. all these other trash teams in the East. Yeah. And quite frankly, we're playing like a team that doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs. No. And it's only... and Because I remember when all the uh, all the moves were being made over the offseason, and all of us are kind of are kind of like, you know, in the digital world, looking at each other and going, oh my God, like everyone in the East is getting so much worse. Yep. We're going to run away... Maybe not win the Shield, but we'll run away with the Eastern Conference this year. Yeah. And I don't think... I mean, we... If... If we had gotten, if we if we were going to get fifty eight points this year or something, that would have easily. That, that's probably going to win the East with a few weeks left. Yeah. Um, and it's frustrating when you see like DC gets annihilated like every other week. Philly loses like every other week to trash teams in the West. Yep. And fucking NYC is a point behind us with eighty three games in yes. hand. Yeah. Like they're the only team that's not bad. Yeah. It's like uh, frustratingly, it's like them and on more recent form, like Atlanta is all of a sudden like kind of decent again. Yep. And and we're not, and that's yep. frustrating. Yep. Uh, yeah, we should not have lost a home game to Orlando, a home game to Minnesota. Montreal. We should not have lost at home to Montreal. I mean, Montreal's struggling to beat these Canadian Premier League teams. Yeah. We <laughs> should not have lost on the road to Toronto. We should not have lost at home to Columbus. We shouldn't have Philly. lost... You're up 2-0 at halftime. Yeah, we should not have lost to Philly. We should and not have lost in swing. New England. New England shouldn't should have, have lost been a draw. New... It's... Yeah. We should not have drawn in Kansas City. We went up two to one. Yeah, yeah, we did. You know, we shouldn't have lost in Chicago. It's Chicago. It's just even we, if you know, realistically, obviously, we're not going to win every game. Sure, well, that, that's what I was just going to say. Realistically, even last year, we had two or three of these ridiculous results. Yeah. Um, and 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 that's what it kind of has to be. Like, I I, I almost get the sense. I don't know for for certain, but you almost get the sense that Jesse Marsh basically said like 
whenever they lost one of these games like like this, that they absolutely shouldn't have <coughs> lost, you'd probably say something along the lines of like, you're allowed a couple of these per year, don't let it happen again. I don't know if Chris Armas does that. No, Chris is too busy going, guys, 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 fuck, guys, this shit, don't even think about it anymore, guys, it's over, don't even, don't watch game film, don't look at what went wrong, the game's over, we're better than this, we're gonna be better next time, I don't know how, but we're just gonna be better next time because we're better, we're yeah. a good team, and that's what good teams do, alright guys, okay guys, I think guys, okay, that's, that's Chris mm -hmm. Armas, that's his coaching style, sorry for if I blew out your eardrums there. But I had to, I had to armis it up. It's just things are not going to get better under the current regime. No, it, no and that's that's just it. That's it, things are not going to advance with Dennis and and Chris. And sorry, but it's just not working. Yeah, I, I hear that a position may be opening up in Chicago. The two of you can go over there <laughs> and, and dick around. I don't really give a shit. But after we lost to Toronto, one of my friends <coughs> in Chicago reached out to me on Twitter and was like, hey, do you want to trade coaches? Oh, I've had like and 14 I, Chicago people like, oh, we'll like, trade. And it's like, I'm like, fine with sure. that. I mean, I don't know if we'd take Ponovich, but <laughs> hey, it, maybe, maybe at least he's going to shout at the players when they, when they, you know, he'll do at, things that would have pissed off Jesse. He'll at least make us bad enough to get a higher draft pick. Which, I mean... So that Red uh, Bull 2 can be stocked up. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that was our yelling session about just everything. So, LAFC, they are a soccer team. They are a very, very, very good soccer team. And they just got better. Yes. And they're very scary. And they're going to beat us up and take our lunch money. And... Well, this is what I'm kind of worried of because uh, you have <coughs> certain people on Twitter uh, using this this phrase. They call it the zone, right? Where, where like the Armas zone, where we'll lose these awful games to Columbus at home, and everyone's like, "Oh, thank." Well, I mean, at least the accelerationists in the fan base are like, "Thank God we lost that one." So he's one step closer to being out the door and then he's going to go to LAFC and we're going to win like 4-1. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. And 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 the front office is going to say, "Why would you want him out? You just you just beat the the best team in MLS history to this point." Yep. Um by 3 goals away from home. Yep. And it, honestly, like as as much as as much as they have been from a neutral perspective, thoroughly impressive this year, and as crap as we've been at times, it would not surprise me one bit if we if we actually did that and beat them beat them by three goals. Yeah, there's nothing this team does that surprises me no. anymore. Uh, it, it, like you said, we're either going to win by three goals or we're going to like lose, lose by twelve. Yeah, it's it's going to be like the Bayern Munich game today when they won twenty three to nothing. Oh God, did they do that? Yeah, yeah, they were playing some like really really lower league team. I think. Okay, fair enough. 23 nothing. That's ridiculous. God. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, no in the middle there. It'll be no. one or the other. Uh, so, yeah, they um, they just signed that new player. Was it Brian Rodriguez? Yeah. 19-year-old yeah. Uruguayan that Dennis went down to go uh, look at for a while. And uh, he was there long enough to uh, Christopher Columbus that shit say... I found that. It. That's that. That's mine. I'm planting a flag, and then uh, 
just sell the flag to the highest bidder. So, cool. Um, so, what's your actual prediction? Because it, it, it can't be. Four I mean, one. no, it, no, it, it's it not. No, it's not four one. I mean, no, we're. I mean, we're losing this game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, have fun at like at Fat Burger or whatever. Good Burger. Good Burger. Good Burger right. pop up. Yeah, I'm getting. Uh, yeah, have fun there because welcome I, to the Good Burger, home of the bu- Good Burger. Can I take your order? When a- a- Atlanta lost four one to them. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna lose by two or three goals. Yeah. Re- like, I mean, being totally realistic, like this is this is the best team that MLS has seen in quite a while, yeah. if, if not ever. I mean, I know narrative's narratives, but, uh, I mean, they're on pace for a ridiculous number of points this they year. Are. It's like 77 or 78 or something. Yeah. Uh, we should stop them. We're on pace. We should. We're not going to, but we should. No, like... We I, should protect I, when, our record. When they were, when they were annihilating <laughs> Atlanta, Mapu and I were arguing on Twitter, because, like, obviously... I'm. I was kind of short-sightedly thinking about the standings, and I'm like, no, them winning is good. And he's like, he's like, but our record. I'm like, okay, if if they if they only beat Eastern Conference teams, excluding us, they're not hitting 71 points. <laughs> I I, yeah. I went through the rest of their schedule, yeah. and 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 if if we're the only Eastern Conference team that's able to take points, and they drop points against every team in the West. Which obviously doesn't affect us, they would come short. So that's yeah. that's what the fingers are crossed for. I hope so. Yeah, because I'd like our <laughs> record to stand a little bit longer than Toronto's did. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm predicting like two nothing, three yeah, nothing, two nil, three nil. I, Maybe we get a goal and concede four. Who knows? I I'd be shocked if we got a goal over there. I really would. Uh, can you hear in my voice how excited I am <laughs> to fly out there? How long are you going to be there for? Uh, I'm hoping to fly out Friday after work, and then so the game's at seven o'clock local. I'm on ca- Sunday. On right? Sunday, I'm catching a red eye home because I have to go to work Monday morning. Fun. So I'm catching. There's like six Delta red eyes I can catch. I'm catching any of them that'll get me to the East Coast, and then figuring it out from there. Um, so, yeah, wish me luck. Um, so that brings us to. Questions. Question time. Time to be sad about all the questions that we have got. Okay. Uh, Larissa from upstairs, uh, who's currently in LA already, her question is over under, we finish in seventh. I mean, surely over. Like, Again, only by virtue of the rest of the East being so bad. Yeah, I can't see the, I mean, everybody leapfrogging us. No. New England might. NYC will. So we'll probably oh, yeah. finish, like, fifth and not we're, get we're a what, fucking home playoff game. We're what? Fifth on points per game, I think. Yeah. So Fourth. The, fourth on points per game? Yeah. Oh, right, because DC is terrible. Yeah. Um, DC's not jumping over us. I yeah, uh, before we continue with questions, <laughs> Wayne Rooney's leaving. Okay, so can continue. Unrelated, I mean, apparently the Darby County fans are really mad about it because he got the number 32 and as part of like a... a sponsorship thing. A sponsorship yeah, thing. Yeah. So nobody is happy. No. Which is kind of the ideal thing. Yeah, this is great. Uh, but yeah, I, I, the one team that's below us on, on points per game that I would not be surprised at all if they leapfrogged us would be New England. Yeah. Because 
what are they, four or five points back, maybe? Something like that. That's not important. Let's see. MLS standings. Uh, <coughs> NYC is currently drawing 1-1. One, one. That's good. That's good. Uh, no, New England's level on games with us. At 33 points, four points back. Yeah, yeah, points. They're they're four points behind. They're four points behind level yeah, on games. Right. Montreal has played one more game than us, and they're four points back. DC has played one more game than us, and they're a point back. Uh-huh. Uh, we're two points behind Atlanta, level on games, and we are five points behind Philly, and they've played an additional game. And then there's NYC, who's just NYC. Um, so you you Def- say over? Definitely over. Seven. Okay, I take the over as well. Uh, Chris Chris Ashley. Uh, I asked people to vent about uh, why Papa Red Bull does us so dirty, and he said we want this team competing for the Shield and making deep CCL runs. Red Bull honorably refuses the LAFC slash Atlanta strategy of overpaying for second tier Conan Ball players. But are third-tier UEFA players from Ralph's buddies uh, good enough to keep us competitive in CONCACAF? To be clear, Velo, who's second only at a taxi on our miss-him-when-he's-gone uh, miss list, would have rated at best a third-tier French talent before Red Bull 2 developed him. My best-case scenario for a guy like Sims is we get Velo, but for his 22 to 26 seasons instead of 25 to 26. So back to the first part. Are third-tier UEFA players good enough in CONCACAF compared to second-tier Cannon Ball players? I mean, it's, I mean, it largely depends on the player, of course, but, I, I mean, the yeah. gut reaction is no. Yeah, um, it's I just mean, for the way CONCACAF, uh, the way CONCACAF games are, and especially so I'm cer- CCL I'm games. certainly thinking of that. Like, it's, I mean, you're going up against teams where, I mean, basically the style is, defensively at least, is to beat the shit out of you. Yep. Um, and the question of, I mean... I mean, I guess what even qualifies as a second tier or third tier player in Conmebol or UEFA? But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not convinced that like Josh Sims would start for for most teams in like the first divisions in Argentina or no. Brazil, right? Like, no, no. It's the style of play over here. The style of play in Europe compared to everywhere else in the world is so vastly different yeah. that like you could be a you know decent player in in Europe but if you moved anywhere else in the world you're not necessarily going to adjust yeah. because it's more physical like really maybe I mean, Italian the, players I mean the Premier League is known for like being a physical league just because so many of those teams have no tactics but to just cross the ball into yeah, the box but, but like, like but no you bring up you, I mean you bring up a totally fair point like how many average players in like the championship or like, you know, lower Premier League teams would go to Liga MX and be, yeah. you know, good signings. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are there are a handful that are probably like I, I mean, Andre Pierre Gignac uh, has been so good in in Mexico, but like yeah. I think that's more down to the, just like it suits his game probably more than it, than like playing in in France did. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean. I would say just because of the style, particularly playing in in CONCACAF tournaments, uh, that, uh, I mean, 
players who grew up from European academies would, would find it significantly tougher. Yeah. And they're not used to the travel. They're not yeah. flying six hours for yeah. a game midweek. Yeah. It's just, that doesn't happen. Uh, Alan Basna asked if he should go to Santa Monica before the game or Disneyland. I've never been to LA, so that's you to answer. I mean, I wouldn't go to Disneyland on a Sunday for half a day. I don't think it's worth the price of admission and then having to deal with the traffic to like get back. If you're doing it on Saturday, I I went to Disneyland a couple times and I was able to do both parks in like a day. They're fairly small, especially compared to Florida. Uh, Santa Monica is cool, but like unless you're spending a shit ton of money on like stuff, which really, if you're going to Disney, you're already doing that. Uh, I don't think Santa Monica is a full day thing. So if you're looking for something to do pregame on, on Sunday, go to Santa Monica. If you're looking for something to do on Saturday, I'd say Disneyland. Uh, I don't know who this person is. Um, a Buick with Ohio plates. Um, not really sure who this this person is on Twitter. Asked, uh, thoughts on Weeby and Zlatan both essentially saying the playoffs are fucking bullshit. Um, welcome to the club. Is, right. Is my yeah. first... Uh, first yeah. gut reaction there we have been uh screaming from the mountaintops that winning a five game tournament between which is, six teams which is now a three game tournament so a three game tournament or whatever doesn't make you the best no um but it is you know this is going to be the year that we win mls cup yes. when everyone decides mls cup yes. doesn't matter anymore. yes <laughs> i mean I, I distinctly remember last year when i, I don't remember if it was pre or post shield uh us winning it but he it must it must have been after we won it um when he was the one who was like the reason i think that uh that mls cup is more important is because how many shield uh winners can you can you name from memory and i think you were the one who quote tweeted it with like every shield winner yeah like I mean, granted, I see the shield a lot, so, like, I remember that, but... But I think a lot of people can probably... I mean, people who... Maybe I'm giving people too much credit, but I think a lot of people can get pretty far. A lot of people can get pretty far, but, like, you could say the same thing about MLS Cup. Name the MLS Cup winner from 2012. That's what I mean. I mean, it. it if you it just was, say LA Galaxy, you're probably right. And it, it was. It yeah. was Galaxy. Name the winner from 2006. Name the winner from 2005. 06 was... Name uh, the Super Bowl winner from 2006. Name the World Series winner from 2014. If you're not a fan of the team, you're not going to be able to list every single winner of the that league's championship in chronological order. It's just not going to happen. Unless you're, gonna, you're a New England fan. Unless but you're a New England fan, because you just, <laughs> again, you just say New England, and you're probably going to be right. But, oh, no, I, I'm, I'm saying a Revolution fan because you know all the teams that beat you. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Um, but, like, that's the thing. Like, nobody remembers this unless you want it. Yeah. You're only going to remember when you want it. And that's just the fact fact of the matter. Yeah. I mean, nobody could... I, I guarantee you most people couldn't tell you who won Champions League in 2013. Sure. It's Champions League. It's much bigger than yeah. MLS Cup. It's much by, bigger by than the Munich, Shield. But like, yeah. you know, people just... Yes, you have this off the top of your fucking <laughs> head, but most people don't. Yeah. And, like, if you're going to argue about that for one trophy, you argue about that for the other. Somebody said on, on the discussion group that, like, the Shield doesn't matter, and uh, 
because you have to give it back every year. Like cups are more important. Like the Champions League, unless you win it five times or three in a row, three, yeah. you, you don't. But you they don't get to keep it. They so cited what's that point? that MLS Cup and US Open Cup are more important because MLS Cup you got a star above your chest and Supporter Shield you have to get back and you have to give back the fucking US Open Cup trophy too. There's only yeah, one, right? And you don't get to keep it. Oh God, these fucking people are just insane. I mean, I'm happy that that uh, maybe the best contribution that Zlatan Ibrahimovic is going to bring to MLS uh, is because this isn't the first time he's basically said that playoffs are bullshit. Uh, it's I, I guess it's probably just like the most uh, the most um, like the clearest he's been about how yeah. much he hates the system. Uh, maybe the best contribution he's going to make is changing the discourse on on which trophies actually matter and which ones don't. Um, as soon as they do that, we're never winning the Shield again. Yeah, of course. Like, we'll win it. 10 cups. Yeah. yeah. We'll win the cup double every year yes. for the next decade. And everybody yes. will be like, yeah, the, but they didn't win the Supporter they Shield. They didn't win the Supporter Shield. They need another winger. Like, like, <laughs> like Doyle is still going to be going off on Twitter. They need a, they they need one more winger to really round out their attacking maybe, talent. Maybe we would play better if Doyle broke out the trumpet and started playing again in 101. Yeah, just... <sighs> Him and 120 kid on the brass section... Bring back the old days. Much much better than him being in the studio saying absolute <sighs> nonsense and getting paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, We say absolute nonsense and we don't get paid for it. I don't get paid it. for this shit. But uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps up this show of, of yelling and loud noises and thunder and dogs running. Is there any more questions? I think that was it. I don't know. I, I, I thought there were four. Somebody asked the, if the window was closed. Yes, the window is closed. Uh, lower expectations. No. Oh, Antoine asked. It was a New Yorker's Guide to Chicago, oh. and it broke down Chicago into Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island. And he asked if this is uh, what Chicago is, where's New Jersey? And I said it was where the casinos are in Indiana. Oh, South Jersey. I said the casinos in Indiana. So he asked if St. Louis is Boston. And I said, no, St. Louis is Philly because it's straight garbage. Milwaukee, Detroit can be Boston. I think that's a fairer assumption. Like a, a comparison. In some ways, like... It's gritty. It's a bunch of flat. Irish guys that, like, are, like, racist I guess if you're looking only at the white population, then yeah. 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 I mean, we could just go with Milwaukee then. Yeah. Yeah. Or Green Bay or, you know. Yeah. I mean, I. Minnesota. I, Minneapolis. St. Paul. St. Paul, <laughs> Paul, Paul definitely <laughs> seems like the worst one between those two. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's our show. Uh, we're both predicting a loss. So, you know, happy times. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, hopefully Mario's still on the roster. <laughs>